Hey guys, what's going on? Hey. Uh, I'm here. It's Derek. Yes, Hi Derek. me. Hi. Hi, Derek. And we've got Lizzie. Hi, yeah. Lizzie. And Nick. Hi, Nick. <laughs> you are Nick. <laughs> you are Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and Grant. Hey, how's it Hi, going? Hi, Grant. Uh, today's plan was to talk about some fun, scary stories, because we're in October from the Bible. Um, got a list of them. But there is some pressing matters we want to talk about that's happening in the world right now, um, namely uh, what's going on over in the Middle East with Israel and Hamas and all that. So uh, we're going to start there and, and uh, see where it goes um, and just see what God leads us to today. So welcome to the Truth Response. <laughs> all right. Go ahead and pray for us today, Grant. Well, hey, where, where's Mark? <laughs> where's Mark? He's, yeah. he's not going to be able to come. Mark oh, said he is man. on an indefinite yeah. hiatus, hiatus yeah. from podcasting because his work stuff kind of. He thinks work's more important. Than got this. crazy. We so. miss you, Mark. Which is not yeah correct. We miss you, Mark. Mark, just retire. You're. I but know. You're, I'm just kidding. You're like 65. <laughs> but you're doing a good job with the editing. Thanks for continuing <laughs> to do that. Yeah, because so. Dark doesn't want to do it. <laughs> It right. just takes more time. Mark, there's a church that's looking for a part-time worship leader. Um, we They would hire you. I mean, they probably only pay about like 600 bucks a month, but that's all you need. They probably have a flexible schedule so you can keep potting. Yeah. You be so, Grant, you're going to pray, right? Yeah, let's do this. All right. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you that uh, we get together and we get to have uh, uh, fun talking, Lord, and, and just uh, uh, bringing forth a different perspective on, on the world around us. Uh, this topic isn't going to be so much fun, and it's so sad what's going on in our world and the conflict, but Lord, you uh, nowhere, nowhere does it say that things are going to be peaceful and easy, and uh, I just pray that you would uh, just be with those that are over in Israel right now and uh, are in harm's way, Lord. I pray that you would uh, give them protection. I pray that you would uh, just watch over us, Lord, be with those that uh, aren't with us, especially Mark. And uh, I pray that uh, we would just be able to uh, bless our listeners and uh, just reach uh, their hearts and their minds in a different way, Lord. Thank you for all of our many blessings. In your name, amen. 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 So kick it off, Nick. Kick what's it going off. On? What's going on in Israel? Dude, it's messed up. That's what's going on. It's amazing to me. Like, Israel proper, Israel-Palestine, is the size of New Jersey, roughly. And it is, like, unequivocally one of the most fought-over tracts of land mm-hmm. in the history of the world. Like, it doesn't have massive resources or anything like that. And, you know, it's things like this that make me, that just just help confirm the fact that the Bible's got to be true. <laughs> like, it's got to be. Because all of this stuff happening the way that it does, it just, it's just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, 
tiny plot of land. There's a whole lot of land all around them, and yeah, that's the piece I want. Yeah, which I mean, that speaks to the heart of humanity too, though. Sure. Like, it's like, oh, I've got all this stuff that we take for granted, and it's like, but I want that. Mm-hmm. That thing that I don't have that you have, I want that. Right. Because I don't have that. Right. So, I mean, unfortunately. That's not all that's at the heart of it, but right, you know. Yeah, the and and the discussion really isn't even about. So you've got Israel, and then you've got Palestine. You've got people that live in Israel, and you've got <coughs> people that live in the Palestinian territories. There are people that live in Palestinian-controlled territories that are Christians. There are brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, there are perhaps even more Christians that live in those areas than otherwise, than live in, in actual Israel. Uh, Judaism is at its foundation, of course. Um, and obviously we understand and recognize that the foundations of the Christian faith are built on the foundations of the Jewish faith, but that the Messiah has come. His name is Jesus. He's got a name. He's got a face. He's got a place. He's done his thing. Um, And the Jews are still waiting for the Messiah to come. And they're going to be waiting, and they're going to be sadly disappointed when he comes next time, and they're judged for it. Uh, But you've got this group of extremists, this terrorist group, Hamas, which is um, pretty overtly funded by Iran, and they have decided to press into this massively uh, conflicted area, the Gaza Strip, um, which is kind of, it is, it's a strip of land that basically connects um, Africa to the Middle East, to, to Asia. Um, we'll say that without, you know, going into too complex detail, but a uh, little strip of land, and there's just all of this conflict that has existed in that strip of land because it is a a primary route of trade still. Um, And um, the Palestinian rule has continued to elect Hamas officials to govern it. And you kind of see some of the the fruit of what's been going on. Um, The thing that's wrecked my heart in all of this is how can you wake up every day of your life with just war on your mind. Like you don't see people as people because they wouldn't have done the things that they did if they saw people as people. They, they, there was a festival that was going on. They drove bulldozers through the fence and they literally killed everyone that they could. They took beat, raped women. They captured people and took back to do God knows what. And this was their approach to, uh, I don't know, justifying the presumed oppression that they carry on. And I mean, you hear all over the place. It's amazing. The the comments that I was reading, um, even the NFL put out a post like, hey, pray for Israel. And you saw all these people, free Palestine, free Palestine, free Palestine, free Palestine. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like... So you are actively rooting for the people that have decapitated 40 babies. You are actively rooting for the people that have raped and pillaged and molested 
young girls and women. You are actively uh, against just non-combatant civilians. I'm not going to use the word innocent because none of us are, right? Um, but non-combatant civilians who literally families were gunned down. They killed children in front of their parents so that the parents could see their children die and then they killed the parents. Like, that is what is happening right now. And the challenge is, is everyone is calling for restraint from Israel who has far superior military technology. And it's one of those, it's almost like, like, you know, in the Beatitudes, when it talks about meekness, meekness isn't weakness. Meekness is restraint, is strength with, with restraint. Israel has held strength with restraint. And Hamas has continued to hide all of its operations and all of its, its military function and all of its caches of, uh, of military equipment in public setting so that when Israel strikes, they've got to blow up a church in order to destroy their weapons caches. They've got to blow up a hospital in order to destroy their military headquarters. Like, if you want to talk about the depravity of humanity, that's it right there. Like, it's using, it's using non-combatant, it's using the quote-unquote innocent, it's using civilians as a shield in order to garner your own military and then pointing fingers at them and saying, oh, they just destroyed a hospital. Never mind the fact that we just hid, you know, our, our ammunition and, and our mortar shells and our, our, our rockets in the basement of that, that hospital because we know what we're doing. We are that depraved in mind. And so... My 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 wrestle my wrestling in all of this and, you know, hearing the news, reading the media, you know, listening to commentators and things like that is just, man, how can the human heart be that depraved? So okay. and I know this isn't the first time in history that oh, these yeah. things have happened, but it's probably not going to be the last. It's well, not going to be the last for sure. There's there's really good examples and media that we need to look at too though like um sure uh it's 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 different but for a moment we should we should look at it as the same similar to maybe thanos right right like maybe they think they've got like they're doing the right thing. They do well, because of I mean, like, their their ideology, right? For the betterment of mankind, this is what I need to be doing. And as jacked up as we we know that it is, um, like their motivations may not be evil in intent and in heart. You know what I mean? Right, because they believe as extremist is Islamic militants they believe that that is their path to heaven is you destroy the infidels anyone who doesn't think act look worship the way you do they are not hum human beings and you are you garner a spot in heaven by killing them like that's crazy i mean and people call christians crazy like all the time and don't get me wrong there are a lot of crazy christians right or you know whatever Whatever they really are. Um, Crazy people that claim Christ. Right. There's a lot. And you, we can talk about crusades and we can talk all about, about all of those things in the Christian past which have existed, which do not present Jesus. Uh -huh. Sure. That is not Jesus. That is not right. what it means to follow him. Right. But, hey, this is the here and now. Like, and I, I, a big part of the problem is so often we, fo we fixate 
on moments in the past to try to justify our bad behavior in in our current context. And that's what's happening right now in the Middle East with Hamas specifically. And the problem is there are a whole lot of apologists here in America even that are saying, oh, no, this was just just because of there's some moral equivalency to this over, um, you know, the the lives that have been lost at the hands of of Israel, um, you know, the innocent, innocent Palestinian people. And hey, don't get me wrong. I've been in Israel and we've traveled from Israel territory into Palestinian territory. And there are guard shacks and there are barbed wire fences and there are signs all over the place and they will inspect your vehicle before you go in. In fact, if you live in Israel, you can't drive into Palestinian territory to have your your vehicle fixed and brought back because there's the fear that they're fixing it by putting a bomb in it and you're coming back and you're going to blow somebody or something up. So I've seen all of that. And our, our guide was like, look, there's a time and a place to take a lot of photos. Right now is not one. You don't go through the checkpoints and you don't take photos of any of these things that are happening right now. You all just sit down and shut your mouth, right? Like, it's like, okay. And you would go in. And, and honestly, when we made our way into, um, into Hebron, like, it was normal. I mean, it was the people we interacted with were kind. They were nice. We dealt with people that were presumably Christian Palestinians. Um, but it's this, the, it's the, it's the way that that life functions there, and regardless of what past persecutions and oppressions may have existed, there is nothing that can justify what's happening right now. And Israel has cut off electricity and uh, and water to Gaza because they control it and have been giving it to the Palestinians that live in Gaza Strip for free. Um, they've cut it off, and you're starting to already hear the, the 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 murmurs of why would they do that to all of the innocent people that live there? Because they're saying very soon that's going to become a parking lot, and you have the opportunity to leave right now. Yeah. There's you know, there's even grace in that. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why all these things are not okay for Christians and Jews in the world's eyes, but for everyone else, it's okay to loot a target. It's okay to, you know, blow up a, a Jewish mosque or not mosque, temple or whatever. Synagogue. Synagogue, that word. The word that's <laughs> in all the Bible? The, yeah, all of the words you know? were going, okay, my brain, all right, you know me. All of those were big words. Give me a break, okay? Yeah, it's true. They all mean similar things. Not the same things, but similar. Yeah. Meeting places to worship in. Anyways, so, but why, why is it, why is it okay for all of them to do all this stuff? Not that I want to do this stuff, mm -hmm. but like, why, why is it that Christians and Jews exclusively, are, it's not okay for them to do it, but I mean, it's okay some, for everyone else. In some else. ways, mm -hmm. you think about it like Islam, it's okay to do it because it's what their religion says. Mm -hmm. So it's okay for them because they're following their religion. But Look, it's not okay for us. Because there are some peaceful, yeah. probably more peaceful, you know, Muslim and, sure. you know, Islamic people yeah. than there are extremists. And and we have to say the same for Christians, Christians too. Yeah. There are there are extremist Christians with who just seek to crush, kill, and destroy everything that's in their mm -hmm. way. And that is not the way the Bible 
calls us to operate. But either. where's the where's the mass denouncing of things? Yeah, like I I would hope that and and it's harder for for it's hard to say that because I'm sure that Islam works in a somewhat similar way where that specific mosque is you know they would denounce it but maybe not another one you know mm-hmm. kind of like a church like we might denounce something that was done in quote unquote Jesus name that totally wasn't you know something that Jesus would do mm-hmm. but where where is the the mass cry for denouncing what they're doing mm-hmm. like if 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 Islam doesn't teach these things mm-hmm. right if if Islam teaches peace where is that outcry denouncing what they're doing mm-hmm. in in Islam's name right right in in Allah's name right right like where's where's that denouncing as a as a as a people group yeah you know yeah you definitely don't hear any of that you hear you hear people like Ilhan Omar saying, oh, that's just the way it should be, right? Like, they're getting there. So this is a moral equivalency to what's happened, the atrocities uh, that have, you know, happened at the hands of, of Israel to the Palestinians. Like, like there's no, there's no, that was despicable behavior that I'm not right. going to stand behind. Like, that, you're right. Where, where is that discussion? Because, because even within, within the, within Christianity, I mean, that's the whole reason why, a lot of times we have different denominations, right? Like, sure. uh, that's why we, we say, you know, well, I don't agree with the United Methodist, you know, whatever organization, uh, because they support and think that the Bible says that it's okay to be homosexual. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that that's not a sin. Like there's our outcry is, is the fact that we're constantly in, in turmoil, mm-hmm. uh, as a big C church saying hey you know that's that's not right Mm -hmm. like and and maybe we are arguing about it but at least people can't say that we're nobody's standing up against some of the the bad or negative things that are happening within the church Mm -hmm. you know um whereas i mean even 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 the the things that have come out with the with the baptist recently and Mm -hmm. all that like Mm -hmm. they're putting discipline in place Mm -hmm. you know Maybe it hasn't been treated well in the past. Maybe it's been, you know, you know, swept under a rug, but it's being dealt with now, Mm -hmm. you know, so at least things are happening to be dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Why hasn't, why hasn't it ever been that way Mm -hmm. with, with this? I don't know. I I, am going to go back to the statement that I made in the very beginning of all of this. To me, it just furthers the proof that the God that we worship, the God of the Bible, is the true God. I mean, you read through it and you hear about the struggle that's going to come and befall those who follow Jesus and how the world will cast you out and there will be persecutions and oppositions and oppression. And, you know, we don't feel the weight of that specifically in America. But um, it, it just, it's crazy because, you know, in America, which is, primarily a Christian nation um, that we can talk about roots of that um, but primarily a Christian nation we're called to be tolerant of everybody but in a place like Afghanistan that is ruled specifically by an Islamic state they're not like it's okay if they're throwing homosexuals off of buildings it's okay if they're 
they're beheading people who follow Jesus. Like, it, it's so crazy to me. Like, and I get it. We should be taking the moral high ground at every, at every turn. Uh, and I wouldn't want to justify, oh, well, they did that to us, right? So now we're going to do it back to them. I would never want to justify things that way. I want to call an, a spade a spade, right? Like, that is despicable behavior. And if that's what your God reveals, then that is, that is a horrible religion. And you can maybe say some of the ways that people have perverted the context of the Bible as we know it. But the overt story that's given to us, the narrative that's given to us, the 66 books and, you know, written over 2,500 years and the 40 plus authors that are telling one story, all of this is revealing that that God is good and peaceful and gracious and merciful. And there is mercy on every page of the Bible that we're given. Even in the midst of trials and plagues and hard things that are coming, there's mercy and grace that's being revealed in all of those things. And there is, specifically under the New Covenant, there is no specific call for us to take up arms against against anyone who has overtly wronged us. Now, we can talk about military engagement and, and protection and things like that, that we are called to do. Um, and standing in the gap for those who don't have a voice and are are unable to, um, but to respond in a way that I, I just don't, there's not really words to describe the heinous acts that they've done. Um, you know, that is never the appropriate response. I think it's, I think it's difficult when we're not there, mm. we don't see yeah. what's happening. Sure. Well, they, they're seeing they like they're like these people that are you know attacked. They they're they're living in fear that that's what's actually and being probably being told that that's what's happening to their own people. Sure. So Absolutely, why yeah. wouldn't we do the same thing back? Yeah. Right. Like, and like if you've ever lived in tension and fear, like I think of somebody who you know has been with an abuser and they don't leave. Like, you don't know a life outside of that. Sure. Like you can't see a way out of that you there's no get up and move or get up and leave especially with you know some of the financial like you don't have that option so and once you live in so much fear and tension for so long you don't you don't think straight Mm. like i mean i'm sure in the military like you have some training and some of that stuff but like how do you keep your mind how do you keep your mind sane when everything's insane around you like yeah (laughs) well I, i think what's really hard is you know, on a world stage, everything is completely politicized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is political, you know. And even if we throw in, okay, uh, Muslims and the extremists and terrorists, like, okay, like, they're, they're like, at some point, they're battling for resources. At some point, they're sure. battling for land. At some point, they're... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, I have a very hard time... I hold back watching the news and taking it for face value. Sure. Mm. And I mean, no doubt horrible things are happening over there and I denounce that all day long. Mm -hmm. But how long have those 
horrible things been happening over there. Just on a small scale. Oh, sure. Scale. I mean, yeah. you know. It's never had like, rest since in my Correct? Home. I mean, there's never rest in the Middle East. I like, feel like there's always right. bombs like, flying somewhere. Never, you I, know. Like, like, maybe I'm This is not the first time. Yeah. This might be the m- worst time. I don't even know that it is so in my this, lifetime. This is, this is the worst. This is the most amount of... Uh, of Israeli citizens that have been killed on Israeli soil at one time um, in a long time, over a lifetime. Yeah. Which, you know, okay, it's terrible. What about north of that in Ukraine? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. it was a big deal there for a while, but we're well over a year in the war there. Yep. And, okay, everybody's eyes were fixed on that for the first, like, few months. And then it was like, Oh wow! They've been at war for a year now. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Like we're writing okay. another check for ten billion dollars, billion dollars, five billion dollars, yeah. for sixteen billion dollars. Wow! And you know, there's flying, there's stuff flying around. Oh, we're we're dumping money into Hamas. We're don't like mm-hmm. you know. And what what do you believe? Mm-hmm. What do you believe? And and here, I feel like we're just ignorant Americans. Like mm-hmm. we're not over there. We don't see it. Mm-hmm. We don't. We're not. I mean. You know, we we have okay. You want to see chaos? Wait for election year. It's coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're gonna look just as just as ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, on the That's, world stage oh, for sure. Like, Even more ridiculous because yeah. the things that we're arguing about are <laughs> yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like uh-huh. stupid. And I mean, for the better part of I, I don't know, as long as I've been an adult and able to of voting age. Yeah. It's always been okay. Now that this guy's elected, the other side of the aisle is how do we get this guy out of office, yep. right? Like, it's not how, how do we work together. No. No one, no one cares about how we can work together. No one wants to solve any problems. They want to create new problems that that person can't solve so their people can get elected again. Yeah. Like, is Biden going to get impeached? I don't know. We're going to impeach Donald Trump? Okay. Like, I, I mean, this has just been this ever, like, round and round. For for eight years, we talked mm-hmm. about a birth certificate for Barack Obama, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. how ridiculous is that? And you've got to imagine there are people that are in places in the world, and they're like, "Man, I'm struggling to know how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna eat and feed my family tomorrow." Like, right? And and right now, you've sunk, you've sunk millions of dollars into legal issues in your country because you want to know if that guy's birth certificate's real. You have spent probably hundreds, tens of millions of dollars right now trying to impeach a former president who's not even the president, right? Like, and it's been a witch hunt ever since. Like, that exact, that you're right. Like, it is ridiculous what's happening in our country. And okay, look at the, uh, you know, as soon as the primaries are over, like, full speed ahead with the marketing Mm -hmm. marketing's already starting oh yeah so you know the people that are supposed to be on the same side of the aisle are already starting to battle one way or the other like i don't care what sides you are like i mean i have my opinions they're very strong however like it it's ridiculous yeah it's it's a show on both sides like it's you know so i i take uh, bringing that all the way back around to israel like I, I hate to see that. I think the uh, simple invention of having a phone in your pocket, we now see what's going on in the world mm-hmm. a, in an instant. You know, mm-hmm. something horrible happens in China, the world, well, China suppresses everything. But anyways, <laughs> it, you know, something horrible happens, everybody sees it. But what I question is, uh, 
okay, like we saw BLM mm. happen here, mm. right? And, you know, they're still sticking their heads up and they're, you know, I feel like it's whack-a-mole. Mm. But regardless, mm. and I don't say that in a racial way, I say that in, like, what they're standing for and the just the, like, mess that's been created. Like, and there's been errors on both sides of that aisle as well. Mm. So regardless, I'm not taking sides with it. But, you know, we're over here. We have We have groups that are going against the grain, I guess. And... It's a like really good title for a sermon series, I think. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, when it comes down to it, you think about you think about like the division, <laughs> the having sides and stuff. That's good for business. Yeah, I mean, that's what it basically comes down to. Yeah. It's good for business, like you know, mm-hmm. like it always has been. Like war. Oh yeah, if yeah. For sure. Well, if well no, the, just div- not just war, but division. Business. Yeah. But just division in general. It's yeah. good for, it's good for business. Right. Like. Yeah. I mean, putting uh, in us poli- them and like. Politically, that, think about it. I mean, yeah. they're oh, I'll Cause, stop cause the you, war you over imagine, here. Mm. Can uh, you, uh, you know. imagine how many how many problems we would be able to solve if we weren't fighting against each other? Mm. <laughs> if we wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the yeah. thing, right? Like yeah, I understand people have to want to, but like people do, but. Do Americans really care enough about any of that, right? Or is this something that we just, is a talking no, point? No, it's a talking point 90% like, of the time. I mean, really. I just want to build bone walls. Smoke. <laughs> bone smoke Can we just build a wall around, like, <laughs> Lee County and just say wow. forget he, everybody? He, he was selling all the wall material, and now he's decided, oh, crap, we need the walls. <laughs> Come on. Seriously, though. Like I, I don't know. I feel like it's just all a talking point. I, I yeah. don't feel like yeah because I don't if feel it like was something you care, really care right? if it was something you would actually care if you actually cared about you would be doing something about it. Yeah. Like if it actually breaks your heart and is like what gets you and stuff and is a problem that you see then why yeah. aren't you part of the solution? Yeah, it's like when people come to the church all the time they're like, well the church should be doing this church should be yeah. that and yeah. Nick's lovely answer is. Okay, go ahead and do that. And yep. they're like, "Oh no, 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 no! That's your job." Like, I I'm very not selectively to do that. stick I'm... my head out anymore. I'm <laughs> and like, oh. you're a smart man. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've learned. I told but my wife, I'm like, you know, if you suggest that, you're asking for it, right? She's like, "Yep, I'm prepared." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. like, yeah. I, you know what? Like, I I hate to say it, ignorance is almost bliss. Like, mm-hmm. not watching the news is almost peaceful mm. like I get that not being on social media is peaceful yeah, that's like true. yeah but at, at what point on that note we'll check out our facebook page yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh, at what point like i i don't believe we're called to just stick our heads in the sand no mm-hmm. like i don't believe we're we're like there's no impact that's other than the, the hole in the ground but like so how, the question is are you praying are you praying for for israel right now because that is our tool, right? Mm-hmm. That's our weapon. That's the only weapon we're given Correct. in Scripture, right? I'm praying that's for the, the people that are truly innocent that are being attacked. Right. That's what I mean. The political I mean, stuff. On either sure. side. On no. either <laughs> side. Like, sure. I Like, at some point, like, I, I don't think either side's mm. sitting there praying, like, all right. Where do we land the bomb? Like, <laughs> like I, I, I don't think it's. 
I pray for the people that are being impacted mm. in a horrible way. Mm. Well, that's what we're called to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the call. I mean, you know, I pray that the people that were over there traveling, I mean, uh, that's a terrible situation. How, how do you handle that? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. We went through, you know, 9-11 obviously was not long ago. And <laughs> it, it was 20. Well, no, no, just eh, not like that. Oh, my goodness. The what an anniversary. Oh, whatever. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what I was like, what, what grade I'm were you sorry. in, Grant? <laughs> oh, geez. I was in sixth grade. He was in sixth grade. I was in sixth grade. I know, because I was in seventh grade. Uh, <laughs> I was in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, boy. I was a junior. Whatever. <laughs> No, we we went over it with our 11-year-old because she was like, "Uh, so what is that? What happened? And, you know, like played the video of like, oh, watch the first towers on fire and then bam, the second one. And we watched this live. She's just like, yeah, like we watched it. And she was like trying to wrap her head around that. And it was like, you know, okay, there's a hundred different conspiracy theories around that, right? Probably a thousand. Regardless, like people died regardless of whether it was inside job or what whatever ridiculousness right like pick it up innocent people died Mm -hmm. like it's horrible uh, regardless of which way you cut it Mm -hmm. and you know i don't think you know israel and hamas it's it's not going to be the last battle it's not going to be the you know well jesus could come tomorrow yeah cool true it could be the last battle. I've been, having, I've been having these battle. really weird dreams. No, boy. Here we go. Like, Well, I told uh, – because yeah. Grant and Mel were in one of them where they wanted to go to a concert. And uh, <laughs> they invited us. And it was, a, it was supposed to be a country musician. And they started singing Christian songs. And, and the, both of them were really excited and was like, look, Nick, I told you. You'd know these songs. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they were Mormons. And I started, I stood up and I was yelling, blasphemy, blasphemy. Well, hold on. You had like two angels flying in with golden tablets. Yeah, like the angels flew in and gold tablets, gave it to the guy on the stage, just like they did with Joseph Smith. And everybody's (sighs) celebrating. And I'm yelling out, blasphemy. (sighs) And Grant and Mel are like, you got to sit down. Like, they're they're going to riot against you. Like, and then I woke up. That Um, doesn't sound like like Grant and Mel, though. (sighs) They right, yeah. It was just, it was just. Weird. I've been having these really weird dreams though, and I don't know if it's because when I'm eating at night or not. I don't know, but and I don't. I'm not gonna be like prophecy weird conspiracy guy, but it's like I've had this other dream where, like, there was this big flash, and I was like, "Whoa, what just happened?" And all these people were dividing off into two places, and one was going here and one was going here, and I was standing in the middle. And I real like like this th- this, this this like wave of like oh my gosh we're all dead and I've got to go make sure I get my people to the place to the right place and not to this other place and I was talking to everybody I could like you gotta you gotta go on you gotta go this through this gate not this one over here. And people were like, oh, I'm just going to do whatever I want to. And I was like, I got to go find my family. Like, I'm running around frantically. And I woke up. So it's weird. And then the other morning, like, this is going to sound even crazy. That's even some crazier. serious dream, dude. I almost, I almost sent out a message to this group because I woke, it was a weird time in the morning. And I was, like, half awake. And so I like heard. Those of us sitting here? Yeah. 
and I heard this sound. <laughs> this group. Like a horn, okay? Like not a car horn, but like a trumpet. A trumpet. And it went off, and then it stopped, and then it went off again. And I was like... Have you been, re- have you been reading Revelation? No. <laughs> it's weird. Like, and, and so I was like, all right, I really... The, and the first thing that hit my mind, like, in this dazed stupor of being asleep, half asleep, was, I think the shofar just blew. Like, and so I, I like, Googled, like, what does it sound like? And it sounded really close to it. And I was like what is happening? Like, and you've got this war in Israel and then you've got this, you know, this other war in Ukraine and Russia. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with all of this? I I don't even know right now because I was like, it would be, if all of you said, yeah, I heard this horn blowing, I would have been like, seriously guys, like it's happening. Like it's going to happen. Like I, I really expected to walk outside and see, see a man in the sky and like, Oh my gosh, like there's Jesus. It didn't happen for better or worse. I don't even know how I feel about it. Um, <laughs> but it's like these really weird things have been going on in, in, at night when I'm sleeping and waking up and I don't even know how to describe them. Um, are they visions? I don't know. Is it indigestion? Probably. Um, <laughs> like, I don't even know what's happening, but it's just a, it's just a weird time for things to happen and should we be so quick to dismiss the spiritual no i i mean i understand i mean we talk about it all sound the time like in job, here right you know? I, I get it <laughs> i get it but we talk about all the time in but, here how far away from the spiritual realm yeah. that america has gotten so, why are we right the spiritual leaders of of the country right mm-hmm. the the christians who are supposed to be spiritual right like, why are we so quick to dismiss the mm-hmm. spiritual possibilities yeah. that that have happened throughout all of time, right? There's even there's even tons of people in the Middle East who have been waking up with visions of Jesus, hmm. converting to Christianity, and being killed for it. Wow. Hmm. So, like, I mean, that's been happening for years, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, like, why are we so quick to dismiss a dream? Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Because I don't want yeah. to be a whack job. <laughs> well, like you think about it, like no for, dreams for are me, generally for literal. Me, it was really fun telling Grant and Mel about the dream mm-hmm. I had about them, but on the other hand, like I was kind of hesitant. I, I didn't send out the message to say, "Did you guys hear a yeah. peculiar horn blowing this morning?" Because I, I know Look, I, if it's the real thing, I know I'm not the only one that heard it. Generally speaking, obviously it wasn't. So, <laughs> generally speaking, dreams and prophecy and all those things are not just straightforward like here is what it is or else there wouldn't have been interpretation right? yep. there wouldn't yeah. have been interpreters and that leads us to a one of my favorite stories in the bible that i'm just gonna put a little glimpse of in here and that is the dry bones becoming flesh right like it's a great segue into halloween things right well i just want to throw Wait, a little bit in there before we go halloween. back that's you not know. right fall festival uh halloween um okay. john MacArthur but like, would be very upset with you right now can you imagine He's seeing no. can you can you imagine seeing a valley filled with bones of an army that just rattles and rises up and grows tendons and organs and skin and flesh and then the air is the spirit is breathed into them like can you imagine seeing that No No right that sounds crazy crazy right Yep. Whack job saw that. Yep. Who was then told, you know, this is this is this is Israel. Like 
I will bring them from where they're at mm -hmm. and rise them up out of their grave. Like that, what, I mean, why, why dismiss dreams instead of mm -hmm. trying just to figure out what God's talking to you in? Yeah. You know? yeah. I've I mean, been, I, well, I've really been thinking about these because the first one was the Mel and Grant dream. And then like <laughs> the next night or two, and this is within the last two weeks, probably was the like, and I almost woke up like panicked, like I have got to do more and better at telling people about Jesus. And mm. because that, I don't know what after this really looks like and the division of people going, whatever. Mm. Um, but it was like, I, and specifically yeah. my family, like I was panicked for my family, like, all right. And I was like, my mind already went, like I was going through, okay, Eli's three, is he above the age of, or is he below the age of accountability? Like he, he's going to be safe. Like Casey, she's good. Like Brooke, she's been baptized. And then immediately it was like Morgan, Morgan, she's 15. Like, is she, is she good? Like, is she in all of this? Is she at the age of accountability? Like, and th th like, these are really thoughts that were, sure. that I walked away with mm -hmm. that like woke up with and like, she's not been baptized and where, where do I need, what do I need to do? And then I was like, oh my gosh, like my, my sister and my, my, my parents, like, where are they? Like, are, are they around here too? Can I go find them? Cause like, this is my last ditch effort. Like, don't go, don't go through that gate. Like, and it was like, like, it was all of the things, like every one of your wishes will be fulfilled. If you walk through this gate, it was like one of those kind of things that was like appealing to people. And then there was this other, like kind of humble gate that was just up on a hill that that was like the gate we're supposed to walk through. And I was like, and there were like, there were, there were droves of people going both places. And I was like, there in the middle, like I, I've, I've got to tell everybody to go to this other one. And no, no one's really listening. And I didn't know if I found my family because I woke up. Yeah. Well, that wasn't yeah. the point though. Yeah. No, it wasn't the, the finding, point. Yeah. but it, it gave you an urgency. And I think mm -hmm. that we should be praying for you in that for mm -hmm. discernment in, mm -hmm. in dreams that are clear and vivid. Mm -hmm. Right. That, that was, that and it's still like, I can still see the pictures. Right. Yeah. I had yeah. a dream, uh, I don't know, probably close to a year ago now, maybe a little more than a year ago. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that I can see vividly and clearly to this day i could tell you the whole thing so like I, why dismiss mm -hmm. why yeah. dismiss and why don't we just pray for each other and share it with yeah. each other yeah. pray for each other i mean we don't have to go on the cuckoo side of things right like mm -hmm. we don't have to accept all the interpretations that people will give us sure. right but we yeah. can pray for the discernment in them and and the Holy Spirit will mm -hmm. give us why we why that was expressed to us. And honestly, I think in some ways, like the panic and the like, what am I going to do waking up and stuff like that? Because I I do that a lot at night, wake up and I can't go back to sleep. And like I could spend two, three hours trying to go back to sleep and just not be able to with the panic and with stuff like that. And for me, um, it's usually... <laughs> It's usually God's telling me that I need to pray for something, and I don't know what usually, um, what what I'm supposed to be praying for. But like, I'm pray. I know that I'm praying for somebody out there that's struggling with something, that or some they're going through something, and I I might not know what. I just pray that God's will is done in that, and that there's peace in that, and whatever. And the last time, uh, the really bad one was the night that Chuck and Ba's house caught fire. Mm -hmm. 
and I woke up about one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, which is about what time yeah. everything yeah. would have happened. Oh. And I didn't know like what I was praying for or why I was praying for, but it had happened a couple times in months before that. So it was like God was preparing me for like you need to the first thing you get up when like when you're not able to sleep is start praying mm. and then you'll have this peace and you'll be able to go back to sleep. So, I mean, I stayed up for a while and I prayed for somebody out there who was going through something. Then I don't know who, don't know, you know, if I'm ever going to see them, don't know, you mm-hmm. know, if I will ever see that other side of whatever that is. And just praying for people and like, or yeah. And that's, I think God's been like trying to teach me that like prayer is not the last resort. It should be the first one. Mm-hmm. And like I can stay up. You know, if I wake up and panic and like about that and just be like, oh, like, you know, why can't I go to sleep? I can't get my brain to shut off. Like, it's because God wants to hear from me, like Mm. something's going on. And like, that's the way that I can combat it. So, I mean, that's an interesting thought, like slight tangent, but like that's part of the relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, he knows what's going on, mm-hmm. but he wants to hear from us. Yeah. Like, that's the crazy thing I think about about, about Yahweh, right? Like, that's, that's the crazy thing about our God is that he knows all the things, but he wants to hear us talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that matters to him. That's... That's psycho, like mm-hmm. this, 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 you know, God of the entire universe who literally knows how many times you're going to pick your nose in the day. Like mm. he, he knows. I'm surprised he can count that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I shouldn't be. He knows the. N- <laughs> it's a slightly less number of times that you eat it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't usually go that far. But uh, I like. Pre- I prefer to flick it. He wants us. To talk to him about the things he already knows. It's true. Yeah. I mean, very much like a, a child and a parent. Mm. You know. Craziness. Yeah. So what do we do? What do we do about all this mess, this, these wars? and uh, How do we respond to any of this? It's a good question. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just always think about you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Like I, I think yeah. about everybody and, was worried about that China was next. Yeah, and in <laughs> the last days, you know, old men will dream dreams, young men will see visions. Like all those things have been going through my mind recently, and it's like, wow, is are these all are these all signposts that we're closer than we think, and and yet. I mean, every generation says, oh, we're yeah. closer than we think. We're closer than we yeah. think. And it's hard for me to rationalize, like, we could be the generation. But for every generation, they could be the generation because mm-hmm. we we don't know. And uh, I've always wondered, like, what if every generation has been? Hmm. But it's a situation like, like, uh, Abraham and Sodom and Gomorrah and whatnot. Like, if I find, yeah. if I can, if I could just find fifty, mm-hmm. would you spare it? Mm. Mm. And God's like, there's still enough out there that it's not time yet. Mm. You know, I, 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 that's just a something. So that do you feel? I've wondered. Do you I, feel I, like that I've, 
okay. I wouldn't die on that hill, but yeah. like, I was just gonna it's say, a thought. So, so do you kind of feel like, like the the kind of typical post millennialist or pre millennialist is that the world's just going to get so depraved that that's going to usher in the return of Christ? Because there's the two, like the one side. I mean, it's, I mean it's, that's kind of what either, happened with Noah. Yeah, it's either going to get so, well, and I guess he did say, as in the days of Noah, right? Yeah. Like, But maybe it's a both end. Okay. Right? Like, because we talked about, you know, the possibility of the whole thief in the night taking away the the the, the unsaved, mm-hmm. right? But what if, what if it gets to a point where it's like, because Abraham and Sarah and, and their family, like, is like, that that wasn't enough, mm-hmm. right? Uh, to to stop the whole Sodom and Gomorrah. So what what if what if it's just waiting till it gets down to that point where it's like, nope, mm-hmm. it's time to to end it mm-hmm. and and bring my people home. Mm-hmm. So I'm I almost wonder I almost wonder if it's a both end, mm-hmm. like you know, take take the people mm-hmm. that have rejected me out and and rebuild Mm -hmm. i think of like lot and his like like all of that stuff that happened and like he's you know he's the one one person and like you know his his wife's turned to salt (laughs) because she turns around and looks and then later what his daughters do like it was him it wasn't them like He was the one. He was the yeah. he was the one, and not that he was this great guy because they got him drunk and his his daughters got him drunk and slept with him and had children with him. But like, <laughs> sorry. weird. Yeah, missed that one. It's in the Bible, dude. Yep. Yeah. 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 They got him drunk and they took read turns. the yeah. read the rest of what happens with Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, There's still so, some question marks yeah. with that story. Yeah. yeah. And so like, yeah, like. It's it's not even like that he was this great maybe guy or anything or it was his family it was it was him and like it's still pretty messed up <laughs> like I mean Lot wasn't necessarily a great dude mm, not really but it was Abraham's family you yeah know? like yeah and the he Lord took, had he compassion tried to take the be- and mercy yeah, he on that he took the better land too right. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up not being the better land because God blessed Abraham. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. I think there is something to be said for the faithfulness that when he saw the, you know, the angelic men that came in, like, hey, Look you up. guys got to come stay with me. Like, yeah, I, I know what happens after dark around here, and it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. for, I mean, his wife now. didn't. Like his wife turned around and looked, but he never did. Like his eyes stay stayed fixed forward. And I know that there's there's a lot of nuance to that whole lot and his daughters thing that happened, um, which is not condoned. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. And that's definitely not the the way that things should work. Um, I mean, it's not condoned in scripture. Even. No, no, like, I no, wanna, no, I no. Yeah, make that not. clear because a lot of people think yeah. that it's in there, so God must endorse it. You yeah, know, just so. because there's a narrative in the Bible doesn't mean it's the thing you're supposed to do. Right. Usually, it's the thing you're not supposed right. to do. There's a lot of that because God's like, don't be like these idiots <laughs> yeah. and do don't do these things this way. Yeah, 
what's interesting is it shifts whenever it hits the the New Testament. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it, that when it hits the Gospels, it's like, okay, now do this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole lot of don't do this, stop doing this, mm-hmm. quit doing this, mm-hmm. and then the Gospels are okay, live this way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like. I mean, it's there's some like, of that in the Old Testament yeah. too, but I mean, it's kind of like the Old Testament is okay. Here's you do things. Here's you doing things your way, mm. and then here's Jesus, and it's like okay, now we're doing things my way. We're doing and then Revelation way. is yeah, done taking input. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is no longer under advisement. Right. It's well, no you, longer like gonna... you go back to Lot's story and like his his daughters, like his older daughter had a son and. She named him Moab, who was the father of the Moabites mm, of today. Mm-hmm. The younger daughter also had a son. She named him Ben Ami, which is the father of the Ammonites of today, mm-hmm. which were the big enemies mm-hmm. of the Israelites, were mm-hmm. some of the biggest enemies of the Israelites. Like That's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Like wild. Well, and then but then look look at uh uh oh hmm. Abraham's uh, first son. Yeah. Yep. Right? Ishmael, right? Yep. Ishmael, yeah. He, uh, he's like the father of the Canaanites. Well, no, that was Canaan. Yeah. Who's calling me? No. So, it was like everybody who was doing things the way that God didn't condone mm-hmm. turned out to be the ones who persecuted Israel, mm-hmm. even to this day. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting thing to think through. Yeah. Because that's that's who uh, Muslims attribute mm-hmm. everything like Ishmael. to is Ishmael. Yeah. Ishmael yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's oh. and wild, God, man. God did say, "Hey, you will go. You will grow into a great nation of your own. Yep. And you will be a wild donkey of a man. Right. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's the not King James version <laughs> of it. <Yeah>. So <laughs> the not King James. Yeah. That's the NKJV, right? Yeah. Not King James version. Yeah. Um, so you see that you do see that playing out in in the cultural context that we have right now. If if you want to ascribe, you know, Ish, Ishmael's offspring to you know the Arab nation and to Muslims, <laughs> and it's it's the person who Hebrews calls righteous. Righteous, you know, it was his fault. Mm-hmm. It's so wild. I mean, I don't know. It's a weird time and place we live, friends. Yeah. I mean, it makes me think like, all right, if we were having this discussion and it was, what, 1940, um, you know, rise of Nazi Germany, you don't really even know the persecution that's going on with the Jews at that point. But it's it's substantial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I don't know if I talked about it last time, but watching uh, the band of brothers. Yeah, it's I don't recommend anything that I ever talk about. But um, <laughs> the it was I don't know towards they, the end of it. Yeah. Once they start to you know they're Realize taking land, they make their happening. way into Germany and they they stumble across this this uh, you know um, concentration camp and they're like we had no idea this was happening like. We didn't, and on such a large scale, then like mm-hmm. the news starts like coming this, in. Oh, we've just found a dozen thing. other ones yeah. that are bigger than this one that you found, and they're like, "How? 
how has this even been happening? Like, it's amazing. Uh, so it makes me wonder, like, all right, like, Hitler, he, the perception was Hitler was the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really was. And you've got... You've we got, had no idea. Yeah. And you've got, like, these lines drawn between good and bad, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. I always say it was the last good war because there was a very clear good guy and bad guy in all of it. You know, the Allies were the good guys. The Axis were the bad guys. And there was a bunch of people caught in between. And so it's like, uh, are we kind of reestablishing some of those things that have happened? Like, is are those things kind of just the things that are stirring around right now? And, you know, we would be having these same conversations 100 years ago, 80 years ago at this point. Like, hey, except these are for the- we cared then. We cared more then than we do now. Is that perception or is that reality? I mean, well, what about all the all the concentration camps of the Uyghur Muslims, right? Sure. In China. That's right. What did we do? Nothing. Jack squat. We bought more Toshiba TVs. Right. But that's what I mean. Like, the, the, the people that found those concentration camps were like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. And yet, everybody knew about the ones today. Mm-hmm. Everybody. That's a good point. Yep. It wasn't hidden. Yeah. It's a good point. So we wouldn't be talking about it. We'd be doing something about it yeah. 80 years ago. Maybe that's maybe that's your dreams, man. Like, take that into some, some, some thought. Like, we need to quit. We need to quit talking. We need to do stuff about things. Like, we need to actually act on some things. And I don't mean, like, Take up arms. I mean, unless that's what we're called to do, but no I, I doubt preacher. that that's going to be be the thing. Like um, machine gun preacher. That's oh, a great movie. Yeah. You see well, that. no, it. it's mm, okay. It's not, it's not a great movie, movie. But okay, but it's again, a true story. just don't take anything that I say as recommendation. It's for as based I'm not on recommending. A true story, and like the true story is an interesting. story. Dude was a preacher. Like, well, he grew up really rough. And yeah, then he like found Jesus, became drugs, a preacher. Stuff, yeah. yeah, drugs, running guns, guns all kind of stuff. stuff like that. Became a preacher, went on a mission trip, fell in love with people in Africa, started this Church. African mission. And then the, I don't know, one of the extremist groups yeah. came through, burned it down, killed everybody. And he's like, oh, no, you didn't. And so he, he's got, he, he's already got a lead. On, yeah, on all the guys that have the weapons. So he's like, okay. We're going to send them over, and he just went to war. Yep. <laughs> it was amazing. Was, yeah. You should watch the movie. Gerard I'm just Butler. saying. No, you shouldn't watch the Ger- movie. I'm not recommending Gerard anybody Butler. to watch the movie. But that's half of the Old Testament. That's true. It's I really mean. bad as I watched that at. I watched that in the first church I worked at, like on the on the <laughs> big screen, like by myself. Oh, I was gonna say during a lock-in. <laughs> no, 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 everybody's no, 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 kids. No, guys, we're gonna watch this really cool movie. It's called Machine Gun Preacher. No. Like, it's gotta no. be one of those like no. uh, f- a pure flicks rapper, kind of right? things. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. It was yeah, but like the actual story, like the actual true story behind it, is is actually very interesting because it's. I mean. Hmm. Basically, took all this military stuff over there and protected. Yeah. Like, like it was just like sweet. Like, sounds pretty. If awesome. You're gonna do that. We're like, in some ways, not a good thing because he's using some of the same tactics. <laughs> well, but look, 
Yeah. God, God does not, yeah. I mean, he sent people to war. Yeah. He didn't send them first. He didn't send them to That's start true. war. Yeah. Right? At no point in time was that the, the case. But as things were rejected and as people came against Israel, yeah. he sent them, he armed them. Jesus didn't say the man who dies by the sword or lives by the sword dies by the sword, so don't live by the sword. He took out that last just part, be right? Like he, to die by it. he didn't he didn't do that last part. He just was making you aware, hey, if you live by the sword, you gotta know what's coming. And we should be living by the sword of the spirit. I think I made that that comment a couple of weeks ago too, but it's so true. It's okay. It's important today. Right? Like we need to be living in the spiritual as well because that's who our enemy is we have to remember that our, our enemy is not flesh and blood and so pray for the people of the Middle East all of them mm-hmm. not just the innocent ones pray for all of them because mm-hmm. the not innocent ones are mm-hmm. as much as it's part of their fault too like they're victims of the evil one as well, well and his it. influence. Yeah, so. we're supposed to pray for everybody, right? Yeah. We don't want to see anyone anyone be lost eternally. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we should pray for we mm-hmm. should pray for those who persecute us, right? Yeah. Pray for your enemies. Yeah. Love them as yourself. So Well, boo. boo. Happy Halloween boo. time. Boo <laughs> boo. Yeah. Hey, it's John, John it's Friday the thirteenth this, this this week too. Yeah. Just <laughs> FYI. Oh. Well, guys, uh, be in prayer. Mm-hmm. Be open. Be open to what the Lord is sending your way. Is He giving you a dream? Is there something that He's stuck in your mind that you can just not get out? Talk to somebody about it. Pray about it. Mm-hmm. Have others pray about it. And and the Holy Spirit's going to discern it. Uh, we live in some wild times just like they, they did 2,000 years ago. Uh, so just just be willing to walk with the Lord through it, and he will guide our paths. God bless. Hey, thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and give us a like on iTunes and Spotify so that you will never miss a show. And while you're at it, Check out our Facebook and Instagram pages and make sure you tell your friends about this show. You don't want them to miss out on the truth because we are all about the truth here. Thanks for joining us this week and God bless.